Welcome to the Chasing Brighter podcast, a show about self-discovery and lifestyle tips for moms. We are your hosts. I'm Kelly, a wife, mom of two, and an independent consultant with my own company in Chicago. And I'm Jessica, a wife, mom of three, and owner of my own outpatient mental health practice in Nevada. You're about to go on a journey of self-discovery as we chase a brighter you. Every single week, we will bring you new episodes that will cover everything from lifestyle and tips to more serious conversations about grief, life, and hardships. Whether it's a duo episode or we have a guest, you are guaranteed to pick up a new tool or feel less alone. This one is for the moms that have forgotten to make time to keep their spark alive. Allow this show to be a reminder to always keep chasing a brighter version of you. Let's get into it. I got this delightful egg salad toast from the coffee class, which you know I'm obsessed with. I post all the time because they have vegan cloud foam so I can have the cloud foams because I whatever they call it because everyone's obsessed with Starbucks, whatever oh. they're called. Whatever uh, the foam, it's cloud top, foam top. You know, I hate foam. Starbucks. So, well, everyone's talking about that. I shouldn't say I hate them. And I am a lover of independent coffee shops. However, world. yeah, Starbucks does like provide a lot of wonderful benefits. Out of all of the giant employers in this world, they are an ethical. They they do sign contracts to be an ethical employer. Sorry, versus Amazon and Disney. Um, I'm happy for them. I don't hate. I shouldn't say I hate Starbucks. Um, I shouldn't say that. Like, if if that's all that there is, I would drink it. It's not like I wouldn't go without caffeine. And if that was the only choice of a coffee shop to get coffee, it's fine. It's not terrible. And I definitely have it dialed in. But I feel like there are a lot of very good independent coffee shops that provide a better experience, better selection, and frankly, better coffee. Coffee club, so, one of yes. them. I do love yes. that place. Okay, so here's what I want to say really quick. I like rarely ever go to Starbucks for coffee. I go to Starbucks like all the other moms in the world to get their kids cake pops and frappuccinos. And they have yeah, egg bites. Sure. And post-COVID, they don't have, but they used to have this delicious like quinoa salad. And, you know, I feel like it's a little bit cleaner ingredients. You can get like sandwiches and stuff like versus yes. like a McDonald's nuggets or something. So for we sure. use it like a fast food drive through kind of yeah. thing. But yeah. let's talk about coffee for a moment. Let's talk about the coffee shops we love. So coffee class here, love it because for me, they have a lot of vegan options, which because I'm dairy-free and they have a lot of vegan gluten-free pastry options. Like they're they're famous for their homemade Pop-Tarts. And right now they have a pumpkin spice gluten-free Pop-Tart. And it's just if you're out there and you're gluten-free and somebody brings by donuts or muffins or whatever coming this time of year, it's like depressing if you are a baked good lover because you can't ever have a baked good. So anytime a place has like a good, fresh, gluten-free baked option, that's just nice to have a treat every once in a while. I agree. It is yeah. tough in this world as a gluten-free person. Yeah, you are. For us. It's yes. hard for us. But anyway, love the coffee class. Our amazing mothership. So when, when we moved here, there were no independent coffee shops and I was so depressed about it. And Justin found, it was called Sunrise Coffee. You've been to Sunrise Co Coffee multiple times since we've lived here. And they have their own roasting mothership. And now they have all of these locations and it's it's owned by a woman, a mother. 
She won like small business owner of the year. Dad knows her. So I'm so happy for for mothership. And then I've been going to, oh, and also the coffee class has a new shop called Almond and Oat for us dairy-free people. How nice. And then there's a place here called Schemos opened by a veteran, which they have every kind of avocado toast ever and lots of fun drinks. When I just went to Public Works Coffee on Water Street in downtown Henderson, and they have a gluten-free scone option if you want, if you're gluten-free and want a baked good. And you can get, they roast their own coffees. You can get a bag of beans there. We have Evergreen Coffee, which is new, really close to me. They also have like a lot of fun toasts. They also have gluten-free options. And also they always highlight local roasters. They do not roast their own, but they only sell bags of beans for local roasters. Mm -hmm. And then Bad Owl, which is fun because it was like a hairy, it's like a non-registered under the table Harry Potter. What was that one coffee shop shop. that, and maybe already, I know it's not coffee class or Bad Owl, I think, but remember your old office? There was a really good coffee shop that we went yeah, to. Yeah, that's Sunrise. Mm-hmm. They, oh. But they they opened Mothership. Gotcha. They opened okay. Mothership. So like Sunrise was their their first one and they brought in baked goods and then they opened Mothership over on Green Valley and Sunset and that was their bakery. So then they started providing all the baked goods and now there's like Mothership's all over and they're so cute and fun. I think the reason why we both became fans of coffee shops is Having young kids in the morning, you're up at seven. You, you got to get them out of the house. Yeah, you can do that. They can get a pastry and a steamer or mm-hmm. a hot chocolate. And you can get yourself a pastry to reward yourself for being alive on another day with toddlers. You made it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you get some caffeine and then you take that yeah. and you take it to the park or whatever. And yeah. it was always a really the fun morning and, and I, I see I, parents doing that now and I'm like oh yes yes I want you to talk about your places but a couple of things Dominic used to steal my coffee if I left coffee anywhere he would grab it and be drinking so I would take him and I would get him a decaf latte I don't know parents out there if that's appropriate Kelly at the time you were telling me how you had a colleague who's from Ethiopia and it's you were like colleague. oh it was Todd somebody who owns La Colombe coffee chain in the Northeast. He adopted Ethiopian children. Okay. And Ethiopia is, some argue, is actually the original, original place of the coffee bean. So children there drink coffee. Yeah. And so you told me that Ethiopians drink coffee. And so I was like, I'm so cultured. I'm global. I'm like, look at Dominic being raised as if he's Ethiopian. And part of it, well, first of all, I'm sure my both of my children, since I nursed as children, I know there oh, used to right. be a time where I would do extra double shots of something and then they would like puke all over me. And I was like, oh, <laughs> and they were crawling really fast. <laughs> they were actually early walkers and crawlers. Maybe that's it's why. A, it's so dumb. But you know, the first year of their life and you're comparing and you're like, they're not crawling. They're not sitting up and, you know, you like stress about it. Yes. Anyway. Yeah. Well, and yeah, it was it was hard when you had kids who were like faster, like they they got to those steps faster, but they catch up pretty fast. Yeah, it's also stupid. It's also dumb. Okay, so when I've gone there, you've taken me to to a couple. Well, my obviously Star Lounge. Right. Dark Matter Coffee. Yeah. Is 
um, definitely near and dear to my heart. We moved to this neighborhood. And anytime when we moved to this neighborhood, when we first lived in Chicago, I was like, we, we were like four blocks from a Starbucks and that seemed acceptable to me. This was before a lot of independent coffee. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And like we have a ton now too, which is awesome. And now you have. Yeah. And so then I was like, well, wherever we move, because I knew we weren't going to have a big place that I was like, I had to be by a coffee shop so I can work from there and hang out there. So it was always about finding coffee shops we could hang out. So Dark Matter, which was Star Lounge, all time favorite. It's definitely changed over the years, but I have been going there for Probably 14, 15, yeah. 14, 15 years. And I have friends, my coffee friends, that I've known for that period of time too. All different ages. You show up, you see people because there's a lot of regulars. That's definitely my go-to. Dark Matter has a ton of different locations. Everyone's sort of good and bad depending on what you're looking for. The coffee is delicious. I love Dark Matter coffee. I've tried a lot of other ones over the years. Some places sought to have a really amazing atmosphere, right? Like cool, loungy. The coffee just sucks. There was one place that I could only get drip because just some people do not know how to make a latte. They scorch the milk. So many people scorch the milk on lattes. I can and that's taste a struggle. It. Kelly, that's can, a struggle. You can You're taste like, it as oh soon as you have it. So like most places don't even know how to make. When we went to Cooperstown, I never found a good cup of coffee. Drip is fine, but I, sh I never found a good latte. We would go to certain places. Think of what I did at Cooperstown. Oh, we just, you know what? Mom and dad are coffee snobs. And dad has been getting beans of coffee and grinding them for over 20 years. Yes, I'm very proud and of him being yes. a fan. And so too. I believe they brought coffee to Cooperstown when I went this year. And I went and got my own creamer. Actually, yeah, you and I got our own coffee. You brought beans. Did you not bring your own beans? I did. I ground beans and we yeah. brought them because I knew we were getting an Airbnb, but we had a day we were in Albany waiting for you guys. And we walked around downtown Albany. I probably stopped at three different coffee shops and they were all terrible. So the you plus, have, of, would you have to have a sip and throw it away? What yeah, would I would. I would have a sip or two. We're at the airport <laughs> one morning and I was like, Wes, this is terrible. Like I take enough of a sip to get the caffeine withdrawal yeah. and then I'm done. Yeah. That is the plus of Starbucks to Starbucks's defense is for the most part they're consistent so if consistent, you find something you like yes you at least could get something there that you like yeah so yeah so love dark matter la colombe which is a bigger chain in the northeast it's out of philly they have a couple locations fantastic coffee and their baked goods are killer one of the best bakeries is publican quality breads and la colombe has their baked goods which are killer Dark Matter uses like Do Right Donuts. Do Right is fantastic. They also have West Town Bakery baked goods. So all of theirs, I know all the baked goods too, because I do love a good cup of yeah, see, coffee with a like pastry. That's what I'm saying. There's another chain called Lost Larson, and they have locations in Wicker Park and Andersonville slash Edgewater, and they make their own pastries. And they have a really small storefront and a huge bakery. And if you go to the one up in Andersonville, which is up where Wes has baseball, yeah, that's where they have the baked goods. So yeah. that's amazing. There's another coffee shop that I absolutely love called Ritual. So that is in North Center at Irving off the Red Line stop. Mm. And that's a hole in the wall, but they make their own baked goods. They only make two things every single day. All those places have very delicious coffee too, which is important. 
I want to say there's another one real quick. We have Dark Moon Coffee Roasters. It's oh, just yeah, not yeah, kind of in one. my area of where Isn't I go. Isn't that but up by, over by cool. Silverado Ranch? It's or... by Anthems. It's up by Anthems. Oh. And yes. they have like, I love the way it looks. The tile in there is gorgeous on the walls. It's really beautiful. And they, ha- they have a vibe of a lot of people going there to work and study. It's just not, it's very good. It, you know, it's just not in an area. I would have to like go out of my way to go there because it's not like in my, where I drive. I feel like I went there when we, because I stayed off St. Rose Parkway. Would it have been near me when I stayed during uh, COVID? Are you thinking of? It was a really Joe small. Max? Oh, something dark moon, something moon. We had, moon. we had Joe Max coffee. Mm-mm. Oh, no, that place is terrible. I did go on. I mean, I shouldn't say terrible. I did not particularly care for that place because I felt like that was one that didn't have the atmosphere was cute and the people were very nice. It's a you know what I'm going to say? It's a drip mm. coffee place. Don't get any specialty yeah, coffee there know, unless you want to numb your taste buds with a I lot haven't, of syrups. The, the one that we haven't talked about, and I'm like, you and I went there. Oh, you and I went there. Kevin Duval, the French bakery. Oh, yeah. Remember we went, so Kelly came to visit during COVID, and it was very early on in the pandemic. And uh, my husband said that you had to quarantine for seven days before mm-hmm. I could see you. So we see, and I snuck out places. to see you. <laughs> and then we went to Cafe Duval and got coffee. Yeah. Which is like an amazing French bakery and and creperie. Crepe. Yeah, there's so many great there's so many great coffee places. And I've been trying to I used to go so much. Like you talk about when their kids are little and I haven't been going as often. So I've been trying to treat myself to an iced coffee you know, every week or other week. Yeah. And the same with like pastries where I like, I will, because I don't really eat any sugar, a lot of sugar, especially like desserts and stuff, right? Like it's my one thing where I try to let myself have one baked good a week. Usually on the weekend mornings when I'm chasing the kid with the kid. Like the coffee class is famous for their homemade Pop-Tarts. And right now they have a pumpkin spice gluten-free Pop-Tart. It's huge. Like, it's wow. like two. I can have like half, you know, a day or whatever. The other thing I did today, and I feel like you are an expert on this, is I canceled one of my gym memberships. For seven days, I had three gym memberships. Things? Yeah, or okay. having gym memberships. I have had two gym memberships for a year, and then I just had a third because I was overlapping to cancel this other gym membership. And I went, and they were like, oh, you can't. You, you know, you have to cancel in person. I don't know. I've never, I haven't so canceled annoying. gym membership. They're like, mm-hmm. you have to cancel in person. So I go cancel and then, because they're like, you have to cancel by the 10th of the month or then you're going to, it takes five days to process and then you're going to bill you again. They were like, oh, this isn't your home gym. And I said, oh, well, I'll just switch on the app. And they go, yeah, but it takes 24 hours for it to become your home gym. And so then you will. They make it. That's the thing. They make it's it crazy. really difficult to cancel. So that's why I like called you and I was like, hey, we have to post because I have to go to another gym to cancel because Justin and I have not had a gym membership together for a very long time. There's a gym by us, Anytime Fitness. Is that like a national or is Anytime it Fitness is. national? It's a franchise. Okay. Yeah. So we have one by us where it's just like open 24 hours. It's not mm-hmm. always staffed. You can go in and out. It's like small, not a lot of people there. And so there's one like a 10 minute walk away. And then I'm keeping my Pilates membership because that's like my place. And that's mm-hmm. what I was going to say, by the way. You and I are obsessed with the book, The Good Life. Listeners, if you have not read The Good Life, 
It's a great book on the key to happiness. And he talks about connection. And I think about when we did that book, How to Be Well, when he talks about how small gyms are really great because they know your name, they make eye contact, they touch your body. So like, it's like I keep my Pilates because that's also like my social circle. Mm, yeah, yeah, of yeah, Like yeah. I know the owners. We had one of the owners on the podcast and I know the people there. I want to do yoga, I want to do Pilates. So, so we also joined this other gym. And I was going to say, that's the thing about the coffee shops. Like you're talking about Star Lounge. When you're a regular, there's human connection there that becomes part of your tribe and part of your village of people. I think it's so many of us are isolated now especially working from home, we've got pulled in and we're not interacting with others. You don't necessarily know all the baristas last names or first names, but maybe you heard them see your son and they say, I have a son. And so when you come in, you're like, oh, hey, exactly. you know, how's your son? How are you doing? And they're like, oh, I'm so tired. I, I'm in school. And then you're like, oh, hey, how's school? You know what That's I mean? Correct. It becomes your social well, circle and you have that connection piece. Two things to say on that. First of all, one of the baristas at Star Lounge right now, Jenny, love her. Her sister lives in Henderson. And so really? we're always talking about Vegas. Yeah. Oh, and then, so that's my little connection with her. The other thing I was going to say about that is I think part of building that connection is actually reaching out to people a little bit, like having a conversation that's something that, that will be a way to have that human connection that you wouldn't normally. So an example, which I think these are what really enriches the human experience, which is like Beckett had goalkeeping training on Sunday morning and it was a Chicago marathon. And I did not know that the marathon route goes right in front of the building. So I just had to drive, you know, kind of way out of my way, but I was able to get there. So I get there and I see this woman who is always taking her kid to goalkeeping. I don't talk to anybody at goalkeeping. I show up, she was standing there and I was like, hey, how'd you get here this morning? You know, she's like, oh my God. She was like, I know. She was like, I usually come down this, but I remembered because last year, blah, 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 blah. And we ended up striking up a conversation. It turns out she lives a mile east of me. And so we ended up just talking about a lot of other stuff. But those little moments when you can connect with a person, it just, it makes my day. But you know what I mean? Like, it, it, it energizes you. I think it energizes you. It takes a little bit of effort mm -hmm. and you have to kind of be in that mood, but it does. It definitely energizes you. I also think if you hear about that interaction that you just had and you were like, oh my gosh, I could never do that. But if you go to the same place over and over and over, you can build up the courage. People know you. They, you they know, see yeah. You. I always say things like when people's nails are done oh my gosh, your nails are so cute, yes. you know, or whatever. Oh, or like, yeah. oh, I'm not lying. But if I notice something, I go out of my way to say, oh, that's a cute blazer or, oh, my, your hair looks so pretty. You know, when you can tell someone took time to do something and recognize yes. that. Yeah. And it's like it, with the example of Pilates, I'm in reformer and you're like everyone kind of, it's not really a science seat, right? But everyone kind of picks the same reformer and you're by the same person all the time. And you're like, good morning. How are you? Oh, good morning. And then I don't know what she said, but I said, are, there, are you staying for the class? Oh, I can't stay. I'm going to go do a meditation. Oh my gosh, I've been wanting to do a meditation. Do you have a good meditation for me? Sure. So then I get her number and then I text her. And then later she is like, what'd you say? You said you had, like, where'd you get those socks? Oh, I got them from here. Oh, can you text me a link? You know what I mean? And then you yes. have that person's number and then you know yes. that person. And then now I know her first name because I asked her first name to put it in my phone. And then, yeah. you know, just... There are several key touch points there yes. that you can slowly, you can bridge that into a friendship. I agree. I agree. And, you know, you don't always have to like 
be super close with people, but having those regular touch points or those things in common is, I don't know, it just, to me, it really enriches that. And it's part of that happiness part, right? It's just all those. It's not always just about like me and my friends or my husband and I. It's like just continuing to sort of interact with people. I always talk to people about like slices of pie, right? Or we talk about in the legend planner about having diversity in your life. So it's not just like Mm-hmm. a pie that's sliced in half and it's one half home and one half work but you have these little slivers and I think that's a way particularly for women and mothers that you don't lose yourself in motherhood you know it's like that little slice you have that's just you and you can kind of be who you want there you know and yeah and going back to the book the good life like that guy that was totally isolated and lived like in a trailer in the middle of nowhere where mm-hmm. out in the West, you're not having those little touch points, which I do, like you've talked about before, we've talked about like, we're all made of energy and how that does kind of fill our cup and energize us. And I think, can- how would they even know how to calculate this? But the amount of lives lost during COVID for so many reasons, where if you're elderly, we lost Wes's fourth grade teacher, Sister Mary Kay, who it's still like an emptiness in my heart because she was just this amazing, wonderful, kind, loving teacher. And she passed away during COVID. And I feel like she passed away of a broken heart. She got sick and other things happened. She had a compromised immune system. So she really had to isolate herself. And she ended up retiring because it was too much with the remote learning, all that. So she quit working, right? And then she's isolated because she's immune compromised. And then she gets sick and passes away. Like nobody even knew she was sick because it was just she was so isolated and it was because so so many people have had that where they are isolated and then that's where i think during covid there's a lot of lives lost in so many different ways that's too dark we got to talk more about i don't think it's that dark Mm. uh let's see what do we've got going on on a lighter note i was really pissed off this weekend because it was cooler weather all last week and all week i was like we made it we made it through the summer of 115 this is it all that hard work, I can cool off. And Gabby had determined this weekend, high of 96. Oh, you know, just sweating in the sun, tank top and shorts. I'm like, this is October mofos. You know, I do like, say, oh. I love heat and I love summer, but I love wearing jeans. Right. And I don't really like, I love heat, but it actually is, it's fall, y'all. I, in Chicago. Yeah, and you know, it's perfect. It's, when you, I mean, it's a little chilly, but. I have been like searching for the perfect pair of flare leg jeans. So anybody out there with a little bit of tummy, I love Democracy's ab technology. And I have a pair of of Democracy bitty boot cut jeans, but I wanted a flare. I want a flare, not yes. a wide leg. I have short yes. legs, long torso. I don't want a wide I leg. I have some for you. I have ordered Good American. I went and got Abercrombie. I've been trying all of these things, okay? I used to love Old Navy. Mm-hmm. Old Navy changed, and I stopped wearing their jeans years and years ago. But I was like, I'm going to go to Old Navy. I found their high-rise wow flare that I'm obsessed with. And okay. I think I'm going to just do a screenshot of my phone, and I'm going to show you right now live, Kelly, Look at these jeans. How cute are they? So excited. The other thing is, the reason I found them and went to Old Navy was because mm-hmm. I like Good American. I have a pair of Good Americans I love. Do you, have you seen that Good American has the always fit jeans? 
I don't own a pair called, of good Americans. Okay. They're called Always Fit, and they're like small, medium, large. Like each size is supposed to fit three people perfectly. Have you seen these? Well, you haven't seen these videos. Like people are putting on these jeans and they're like, they're like, I'm a 12, I'm a 14, I'm a 16, I'm a whatever. And then they put these on and they fit all the, the same pair fits oh, cool. all of these different bodies. Oh, cool. So I'm like, how do I find these? So I like Google always fit jeans. Old Navy pops up. Three and one fit jeans. I'm like, what are these? Oh, cool. Okay, let me check those out. And I went to go to Old Navy to see if they had them. And I guess they're like clearance out. And I ended up ordering a pair online. The other thing is for prices, I got three pairs of jeans for $70, which all the other jeans I was purchasing I know. were like over 100 Yeah. And, and I was talking to Justin. I was like, I can't find any jeans, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, I think $99, $100 is a totally appropriate price for a pair of jeans. And I was like, yeah, you know, I mean, obviously I have a pair of good Americans. That's what I spent on them. I just, if they're going to be that price, I want to be like, holy shit. 100%. I look amazing. These are the best fucking yep. jeans I've ever had in my life. I agree. I agree, And so Jess. then, uh, the, did you see the picture I sent you, the old navy ones? They're very cute. Yeah. Oh my God, so cute. Belly, $24.98. I mean, seriously. 25 I bucks. I thought about going back so to- So cute. I, I thought about that too, where I was like, I should just go back to see, you know, go back to the like- yeah. store you used to go to. Brand. Yeah, and just see where they're at. Yeah, exactly. Because the reason I like- some of the designer brands. But like is, I love Cut from the Cloth. They're like I my love, favorite. I love Joe's jeans. I love Cut from the Cloth. I love AG. I like you. Got, jo well. Justin likes AG. AG does not fit my body type very well. Um, a gold, a gold, a gold, a goldie, a goldie. Do you have a goldie? I have two pairs. Do you like them? I bet I, I haven't pulled the trigger on those. I love them. My most thing is AGs. Now I am a bargain shopper for the most part, and you can get AGs through Nordstrom Rack. Usually at mm -hmm. a cheaper price. Yeah. I did, I signed up for, I did a trend send this month, Jess. Oh, I used to do that. Now they've changed it. So you pick, like what you pick? You fall, pick a theme. Whatever. Like, what was yeah, your it was like best of fall. Oh, I took okay, a bunch of videos. So I'll I compile this. it and like put it on YouTube for yeah. Chasing Brighter. Are you happy? Are you keeping pieces? I'm keeping pieces, but there is a pair of cut from cloth coated jeans. I thought, what color? Black. So I, do you I have a pair. I don't, yes, I have a pair. I must have smoked some crack and ordered like a size 10. And they still have the tags on them. And they're mm. coated. That's and cut from cloth, I do size down. I right, should have done a size down. My weight is up. I usually size down. So I don't know what was happening. I still have the tags on. And they're so cute. They're raw at hem. Oh. And I'm like, what am I doing with these jeans? I'll so just give them to mom. I should the give ones that I love them. And the thing with cut from the cloth is they are around that hundred dollar mark, which is sort of like low end designer jeans. Yeah, they have great structure. They always like make you feel good because some of the cheaper jeans just don't hold your shape as well. They yeah. just sort of like stretch too much. Anyway, it's Anna High Rise Fab Flare, and they come in a black coated. I don't have any coated jeans, so first of all, coated jeans are amazing because they look like you have leather pants. Like on. leather, they're fancy. The other thing with cut from cloth, although I'm not seeing it on their website, is that they typically offer petite. So anyway, I got these cut from cloth. Yeah, you can get flare, petite. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But they were super long. Super long where I'm like, I kept trying to find higher heeled shoes that mm. I have. And I was like, I don't, I don't, if I'm going to pay $100 for a pair of jeans, that I feel like are more like on trend, not like a long-term investment. I don't want to have them altered as well. 
though now yeah. I know I love them. But so I think cut from cloth comes in petite. So I was going to look and see if I can. So get that's it. the thing I think a lot of times is whenever Eve has a brand, like it will be cut from cut from they the cloth forever stuff. Eve. Yeah. And so they won't have it at the cut from the cloth website. But, but I've gotten petite too because I have short legs. But the other brands I got from Old Navy, if you're looking for jeans, is the brand. It's called Fits You, three sizes in one. And I got the extra high-waisted flare jeans. No idea if they're going to fit because they didn't have them in the store. But I got them for $15. And then the mid-rise kicker boot cut jeans for women. And I typically like a mid-rise. That's why I'm surprised. High yeah, rise, me too. I was telling Gabby, like, I don't, miss too. I don't have a waist. If you have like an apple figure, I don't have like a little nip anywhere. Like it's all. And mm-hmm. so to me, a high-waisted yes. is like so tight on me. Yeah. But the ones I'm wearing right now, they told you the wow ones are like so comfortable. I love them. And like from the Abercrombie, like the jeans I got look so cute. I got a pair of the mom jeans and the flare jeans. The flare jeans, regular length, Kelly, completely cover my whole foot. But I got the raw hem because I'm like, well, then I'll just cut them. But like yeah. really seven inches longer. I'm five, six. Really? I have, I, I realized that like right now, 80% of my denim are, are raw hem because that was the trend. I, know. I feel like yeah. it's going away from that. It's not though. I mean, I thought so, but I was really surprised at what's been out there. And I was looking at on the Like to Know app. You know, I was like looking at all the influencers I follow that are my body type to kind of see, well, what flare jeans are they wearing? And there was all kinds of bra hem. And I was like, oh, okay. I mean, to me, honestly, the other thing too is if you like it and you think it's cute, who cares? Totally. Whether it's quote unquote in style, you know? I agree. What it ended up doing was I ordered, I wanted to update my fall look, but I don't want to spend a lot of money. Yeah. I'll do Transcend. I'll pick a couple of pieces I really like figure out what it is that I want, order some other things. So I ordered from the, I ordered that box. I put a huge Nordstrom rack order in and then I ordered a couple of things from Nordstrom, which I'm actually returning all of. Because sometimes if I want to buy something nice, right, you buy a couple nice pieces and then complement it. I ordered a huge bunch of stuff from the rack too. So I'm returning yeah. probably 75% of everything I purchased. But I found some great pieces and it also makes me realize like some things that I want. Oh, I got this yeah. denim jacket, actually. I don't have it's a really denim cute. jacket. I have, Ryan hates all the denim things, but... I have five denim jackets. I have a problem with denim with jackets. What I want to do is I want to switch the conversation because I want to talk about finishing the book Spare. The other thing I want to talk about really quick. Okay, background. We watched Ted Lasso. Then we watched Welcome to Wrexham. Then... We started watching Kelly everywhere. The Beckham documentary on I Netflix. saw it come you, out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We're behind you. We're at Wrexham right now. Because I read all of these British books about the monarchy. And then I read yes. Spare. And then yes. I watched Wrexham and Ted Lasso. I mean, I'm basically a professional British, British yeah. mm-hmm. football league. Like, I know everything there is. Mm-hmm. And so when we were watching the Beckham documentary, I was not aware. I, I don't want to give too much away, but like it had happened 25 years ago, people. But anyways. He messed up in a game and everyone hated him. And the the British tabloids were like crazy. And when they had the baby, they're like stalking them. And I was like, oh, Justin, let's pause it because I need to talk to you really quick about the <laughs> British paparazzi because I read the book Spare and they did the same thing to Prince Harry and Meghan. And that's why they left because and I'm like, I'm like, oh, the phone tapping. Justin, the monarchy has sued the press like multiple times. <laughs> Let me tell you, because. I read the book Spare, and I know everything. 
It's this is why you also need to watch The Crown. So I just want to say I finished Spare. It's a long book. You and I did the audio. It's like a 12-hour audio. There are three sections. Each section has like 80 chapters. And I was like almost done with the book. And I felt like there wasn't bombshells dropped. Mm -hmm. And then bombshells dropped. Mm -hmm. My last comments I want to make about it. I really did think that they stepped away from royal duties. But they were stripped of everything. Yeah. Prince Harry served two tours serving yeah. in Afghanistan and they stripped mm-hmm. him of like all of his yeah. military titles, which is some mm-hmm. bullshit. And his dad is now the king and they're not yeah. retroactively doing anything. No. And so when my friend was like, why are they doing the book? Why are they doing this? Because uh, they need money. Yeah. They don't have anything anymore. What they did to them. Yes. They Megan's loved- not working. I don't know if Megan's like actually earning an income herself right they now. They signed right? a podcast deal with Spotify, which was like millions of dollars. They had their Netflix thing too. It's not like they're destitute and he still has his inheritance from his mother. But I'm just saying they enjoyed doing their philanthropic work and working for the crown. And that was not anything they wanted to give up because they believe so heavily in their work. I believe their story. I know it's one-sided, but... I think it's really sad. William has read the book, but I guarantee you the dad, King Charles, has never read Harry's book. And he was probably given clip notes from a staffer who are skewing it all because at the end of the day, the crown is run by the staffers. It's not run yeah, by the like crown. When he talked about like he talked very positively about Queen Elizabeth II and then the staff like when they're like, like oh, oh the printer today. broke yeah. or yes. like, cut her schedule or... But I think so. I thought about it like from the sibling perspective. And I have seen over the years as a therapist when there is dysfunction in the home and parents are not emotionally mature and present for their kids, that that there is a culture in the home of throwing the other sibling under the bus to get attention, to be safe for so many different reasons. And so I feel like the dynamic of those siblings was very much about the competitiveness, nature, and jealousy, and all of that kind of stuff because they had nannies, parenting was outsourced. And so I could kind of see what he was talking about as far as it came to William. Well, and I would love to almost learn more about Princess Margaret, but I think I could see maybe why Elizabeth and Harry were so close is because I think Elizabeth is saddened about her and her sister's relationship. Yes. And so I see parallels. I see that it's very similar relationship where I think each of them sort of are jealous, for lack of a better word, of the of what the other one has. Yeah, Harry he gets can to live do... a normal life and William can't. Exactly. So William is jealous yeah. of that. And yeah. William and... asked to keep his beard for the wedding and the queen said no. And then Harry asked to keep his beard and the queen was like, sure, whatevs. There is the air in the spare. But I have a question for you. Do you have jealousy toward me? I don't have any jealousy toward you. I don't feel competitive in any way toward you. I live in abundance and I'm so happy if you are thriving. It does not reflect on me or make me feel bad about myself or anything like that. I don't. I mean, you I, are smarter than me. And how do you, how do you quantify smart? Well, you I'll were, take that compliment. <laughs> you did. You did better on tests than I did. They you were a better because, student than I No, was. but I just think when I look at Dominic and Gabby, like Gabby's incredibly smart. She's a hard worker. And I just think it comes faster for Dominic. And so for me, I feel like we got to the same place. It just was easier for me. And I think it was easier for me because 
I was at your heels. I would say the last time I was competitive with you would have been in high school. And it, yeah. I don't know if it's competitive, but I wanted to be with you. I wanted I don't to do think... what you were doing. And I wanted to be in the same classes as you. And I wanted to be on the same team as you. And I wanted to, even though you did not want me anywhere near you. I did not. So I wasn't competitive. Like, I want to show you I'm as good or better than you. It was more like I wanted to be where you were. Yeah. yeah I don't think I understood any of that for a long time. Right. Because I was spending really a lot good. of my life, like, wanting you to get away from me. Let's go. And you think about, like, there's that podcast that I'm still going on, Sibling Revelry. With Kate Hudson and Oliver Hudson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I listened to that for a while. And she was younger, right? Yes. She's younger. And so she was She was just saying, they were talking about her hanging on his doorknob and how mean he was to her. And he was like, get out of here. And how she was just like, I always wanted to be with you. And I just feel like I think you develop toughness as a younger sibling because you're just not, you're like, I hear you. I hear you saying you want to go away. But I feel like hanging out with me would enrich your life. <laughs> but I'm going to keep trying to come in. Even though you're saying get out, um, I'm hearing try again. <laughs> it Being aware of those relationships and having these conversations that we've had, you and I, right. have definitely changed how I parent, right? So versus if you have multiple children and depending on where you are in the birth order, you might identify more with that child. Yeah. But if you can reflect on your own siblings and those relationships and those yeah. dynamics and understand what their points of view are. Yeah, it does help you. Like I understand Becca better as the younger child because of the relationship we have now and because of the things that you've told me. And I could tell Wes too, you're the older brother. <clears throat> One cardinal rule, don't play video games with your brother's friends if your brother wants to play with them. So like I've had to tell Wes sometimes like, do not play video games with this kid or that kid. Those are Beckett's friends because I know Beckett's friends would love to play with Wes. He's the older kid. Everybody loves to play the video right. games with the older kid. Or even when they come over, right? So yeah. It's always like, don't dominate. Let him have his friend time. And so I've had to have multiple conversations about that. Yeah, I think. I think now, granted, you and well, Julie ganged up on me and would like tie me up and throw me in a closet. Yeah. So it was a little different. <laughs> I feel like we didn't throw you in a closet. We, okay. we might have tied you up. I'm not going to deny <laughs> I'm going to deny me possibly attacking you. And that's so funny. We'll have to ask Julie. But I was going to say, too, like just you being the older sibling, like you were so hard on yourself and you did not identify and verbalize feelings or what you're going through. And I just see older children tend to be more type A and really hard on themselves. And so I notice Gabby is so much like you. And so because I saw your struggle, are you like keeping it in or are you not talking about it? I can, like you're saying, be more empathic to that and kind of notice that and recognize like for her. And that's why I talked to Justin about, we don't have to tell her what she did wrong. We don't have to tell her. You don't have to make her feel worse. She's already she's beating, beating herself, herself up. up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's like Dominic's head is so big. I'm surprised he can fit through doorways. So Dominic is one that we have to be like, hey, bud, let's see if we can course correct here. <laughs> I understand. No, I mean, Beckett's the same. I was like, you don't talk to your friends that way. Um, yeah. Yeah. So funny. But That's so yes. funny. I think we did great today. We talked about coffee and jeans and Great Britain because we're basically experts at this point. Mm -hmm. I think it was a good mom talk today. It was fun. It's always fun. Yeah. Thanks for listening today. Don't forget to subscribe 
so you can hear our latest episodes as soon as they drop. If you love today's episode, please share with another mom. And while you're there, it would be great if you gave us a five-star rating and review. We'd love to hear from you. If you want to know more about Kelly and I, want to find more of our blogs, tips, tools, resources, check that out at chasingbrighter.com. And we interact with you on Instagram and Facebook at Chasing Brighter. Thanks. We'll be here next week.